from the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Welcome, everyone, to the K&J Show. We are here at the Grexley.com studios at Catholic TV, and we're very happy, very happy to be with you again on this broadcast. And we are going to be talking about something that we hinted about, we started with, but never got to last show. Uh, <laughs> we're really focused. The college experience. And gosh darn it, Jay, we're going to do it this time. We're going to uh, talk well, about Well, I think college we should experience. first start with another topic. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, by the way, thanks, Laura. Uh, and remember, you can write us at j at grexley.com, J-A-Y at grexley, G-R-E-X-L-Y.com. Love to hear from you. We've got a lot of, you know, a lot of great topic ideas, and this is one of them, so we're going to talk about college, Kev. And, you know, let me take this moment in time, Jay, to, to mention, too, if you go to grexley.com, there's a Patreon page that, that you can link to, and you can get some swell gear from that page, such as, which I have right here, Jay, my K&J mask. Which people talk about here. They yeah. want it. Which, uh, you know. They don't want to buy it here, but they want that one. Everybody has to wear the mask now. Why not wear something that looks snazzy, that uh, showcases a great podcast, the K&J mask right there. My son actually has a K&J shirt. You could get a shirt. You could get a, a mug. mug. You can get a sweatshirt all K&J stuff, go to that. And if you have another podcast that you might enjoy as well, maybe not as much as ours, but... To the Heights. <laughs> to the Heights. The, the, you can get Daughters, you get Never Dull Paper Movie. Paper Cranes, yeah. Never Dull Movie, yeah. And St. Dymphna's Playbook. Uh, so all that stuff is right there. So check it out, uh, patreon.com. Uh, We're supposed to uh, take pictures or shoot some footage. Oh, yes. We'll do that. We'll do that next show. So anyways, I thought, you know, with uh, my daughter going to college, why not talk about the college? And it's something that everybody um, experiences who goes to college. There's different experiences with college. Uh, I have a different experience from, from Jay. Um, I, I did. You do. <laughs> but I, I just thought it'd be something to, to, to talk about and, and maybe talk about what kids are facing um, now going to college as opposed to back when, when we were in college as well. Uh, so... Anyways, I don't know where, where we want to start off with. Well, uh, first thing I'll, I'll say is that, you know, I was thinking of this the other day. So my, my daughter, Amelia, is a senior in college right now. Yeah. She goes to Assumption College, uh, which is a great, Assumption University. They just became a university, which is a great school. I love it. Uh, my, Jan, my son, James, is a going to be a sophomore at Worcester State. Um, but the thing I, I noticed yesterday, so Amelia's moving into an apartment for her senior year, which I lived off campus as well. But her college experience, I think, is very different from mine. Okay. I and now Assumption is a small school. Uh, I went to uh, a very small college as well. Yeah. Uh, but I knew everybody. Yeah. Um, and I never wanted to leave. I loved college. If I had a great college, I would give it an A plus. Maybe a. I, you know, Ethan asked me this question. I give it a. I give it a B. I, I'm not a B. An a. I'm changing it again. <laughs> I give it an A. Because there's certainly things you'd always want to change, but sure. I'd give it an A. What would yeah. you give your college experience? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, it's my college experience is unique because I, I commuted. Yeah. Uh, so I, I lived on campus for one semester just to get a little experience. 
What which yeah. what year were you? I was a sophomore, uh, and it was not the best thing because so so when you uh, when you don't get housing right away, you got to go on the list to get housing. Oh, and you don't end so, up with a person. So I ended up in a junior sort of house yeah. with all juniors, and the guy that I was rooming with didn't know. He went home every weekend and never said a word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. it was a tough, uh, and all the guys that I knew were in a in another dorm that was way across campus. So it was a little, it was a little tricky. And I had to go home too. I, I was working still uh, at, at home at the donut shop. <laughs> I mean, I still had a, a good experience when I was there. I, I played football there too. So I, I knew a lot of the guys through football and then uh, was able to go to, you know, some of the parties and stuff and would go, <laughs> Sometimes I would go from a party straight to a to donut shop um, to work. Which oh, was that, not, that early? Because it was yes, that early? Yeah, because I had wow. to be in at three at the donut oh, shop. Okay. And then I was, uh, you know, coming back from a, oh, a, a party. Uh, you wow. Know. Yeah, but that, that, you know, that wasn't all the time. But, you know, occasionally that would happen. <laughs> it's college. Um, I, I'll say this. So I had four roommates in college. Yeah. Um, and just because I moved off campus, so on and so forth. Uh, and all four of those guys were in my wedding. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I think some of the best friends uh, I've met in life uh, have certainly been from college. Great. I have some other best friends, clearly. but um, Like Rick. Like Rick, who you hear about Rick <laughs> all the time. Uh, but um, but uh, those four of those guys were in my wedding, and, and actually, except for Rick and my brother-in-law, everyone in my wedding was from college. Wow, that's yeah. That's pretty impressive. Now I was I, I did a lot of things in college. I wrote for a the Manchester Union Leader. Wow. Uh, yep. Um, what, I, what kind of writing? Sports. Sports writing. Yeah, yeah, I did sports writing. I also uh, I was in a rock band. I was in the rock band because there wasn't a lot of. I play other colleges. Wow. I go around and play other colleges. Yeah. And we had our friends would all follow us, so it was a lot of fun. Did you um, play at um, at your college? All the time. Yeah. And I remember the last time we played, the last time we played in the bar, it was so crowded. People were outside. Wow. We were a fun band. We'd let other people sing and stuff. But then uh, I was coming back from the dorms one day my senior year, and I saw the drummer and Dave, who has passed away, who was one of my best friends, and uh, who's in my wedding. He was Rick and him were the best men, in my, my two best men. Wow. And, and I'm coming back, and I, I saw them. I said, hey, let's play outside. Uh, this is right near the end of the year. And they said, yeah. So we had a guitarist too, but we didn't know where he is. So we start setting things up. All of a sudden, we see him running across. He had uh, jumped out of class, grabs his stuff. We set up, and it was packed with people, and we just played outside. Wow. And we used to play everywhere, everywhere. Every weekend, we'd play. What was the name of the band? NME, Not Much Equipment. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, NME. Uh, but I, I, I Did just, you have T-shirts and things like that? We, uh, we might have. We might have. I mean, it was it was a, just a fun. We had a million songs. I'm not sure we played them all well, but we had a million songs, and it was just so much fun. I just had a great college experience because mostly my friends were just good people. Yeah. Uh, I had Laura was a good friend of mine. It still is to this day. Laura Peach, Laura Morano now. So I had a lot of really good friends. It worked out um, in terms of where where I went. Um... Stonehill College. We had a lot of kids that went from our high school there as well. So I had some a couple of good friends that from high school that went to Stonehill as yeah, well. I had no one. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it worked out uh, great, and we became even uh, closer friends uh, through the college experience. Um, and then you know met met guys from college as well that uh, I still 
uh, in contact with. And it, it was great to, to play um, football. Not only, you know, I, I love football, um, but the group of guys for our year, it was probably one of the biggest freshman classes that they had uh, in the football program. Um, and we still are connected. You know, I still see guys and, you know, still in contact with, uh, you know, so it, it was a great experience and a great thing to do. I also uh, had the opportunity to uh, uh, work at the radio station as well at, at Stonehill. Uh, I had a radio so, show. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I had a radio uh, show. Uh, Me, uh, Steve Dugas and myself, we had our own radio show. Yeah. Uh, I was very young, though. I started college. I was 17 years old. Wow. I thought you were going to say like 13. Or no, something. I was a year ahead. So uh, or I guess, yeah, I had, I should have, I should have actually, my freshman year of college should have been my uh, senior year of high school. Okay. Um, so I was very immature Yeah. at first and probably all through college now that I look <laughs> back at it. But we played a lot of sports. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of sports, intramural sports. And we're pretty good. We won a lot of things. We won basketball. We won softball. We won co-ed uh, softball. We won supermurals. Uh, terrible in soccer. Uh, we were horrendous, um, but but it was just getting together. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. and the thing was because where the school was, it was in the middle of nowhere. Because of that, uh, everyone stayed on campus. Yeah. So if there was a party, everybody was at that party. So you'd see everybody. Yeah. You didn't mention the school yet. Franklin Pierce University. Okay. Yeah. So that was the, our undergrad because we yeah. both together went to our masters at St. John's. That's right. Yeah, St. John's yeah, Seminary. Yeah. yeah. We, we used to, I don't know if we played you back then, but we have played you since, um, Stonehill and Franklin Pierce. They have a, they had a sport? good basketball. Uh, excellent, they, yeah. excellent basketball team. Uh, we were in the NAIA in basketball. Okay. And so I would, I was with the team. I wasn't playing with the team, but Are I was. a sports writer? Like I was, and I would also do stats oh, okay. for the okay. team. That was my main job. I would travel with them and became very good friends with a lot of those guys. Oh, great. And uh, it was funny. There was a guy on the team, Carlisle. Uh, he was from the Bahamas. And Carlisle had a thick, thick accent. And no one could understand him. Yeah. Except for the other guys from the Bahamas and myself because I always hung out with Carlisle. Just a sweetheart of a guy. And so he would talk and people couldn't, since they couldn't understand him, they'd pretend they could. Yeah. Say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'd say to him, I'd say, Carlisle say this say you don't understand a word i'm saying and he would and he would say it and they they go oh yeah 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 because they just couldn't understand kyla wow uh so you speak bahamahamian well it just when you you know we were friends and yeah, we were I good know, friends I so yeah. i uh and then there was another guy joe who was six nine who was just a great six nine one ninety wow but a wow. great guy just a yeah. great guy um but i would so, travel around a lot i yeah. would uh i would go hiking um I, I would lift a lot. I would do all those type of things. Uh, and then I moved off my senior year. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was tough uh, experience commuting. Yeah, I, the, the commute wasn't bad. Um, but that's still yeah. hard. That changes the entire college it, experience. It does. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, uh, so it was, so we, I paid for college, so it, it didn't have a lot of money. So um, I would still I was still working, and then I would travel to. It's a lot uh, of donuts. Uh, that's yes, it was a lot of donuts to me. Well, I have a I have a great story. This is a story that I tell. Uh, you know, it's a commuting story. When I first started, uh, I used to uh, pick up a friend of mine who lived in um, the next part of um, the city. I lived in West Roxbury at the time. He lived in Rosendale. Uh, we'd take turns picking each other up and driving to Stonehill. So, you know, occasionally I might be running a little bit late. I know that's hard to believe. 
one time I picked picked up my friend. So we were getting to this class. We had this uh, calculus class the first thing in the morning at certain days. And uh, we had gotten in there a few times late. And the professor called us out. <laughs> And uh, you well, know, you you are always late. Uh, well, we we so we we were going through the class. <laughs> he stops class and says, "You know, you guys got to get here." So, with that in mind, this next time I'm driving, I said, "I got to get to class." You know, so we're running a little bit late, and I'm as usual. I'm zooming in, you know, and I I come into the entrance to Stonehill, and this this guy in front of me, he's going like 15 miles an hour down the. Um, down the Stonehill Road that leads to the campus. And I'm like, come on, come on, we're running late. So I just blew, I just blew around him, you know. Then I'm flying up and there's like a stop sign there. Didn't really stop for the stop sign. And I just blew through that. Uh, and then I get to the uh, parking lot and there was designating parking. So I parked in an illegal parking lot that I'm not supposed to be parked in. <laughs> you you're, you're breaking every law. So then I kind of we get out of the car, we're running <laughs> class. The guy that I blew by, he pulls up beside us as we're like trying to get run into the class, and he says, and I think I was a freshman, so I guess, uh, hey, hey, does you know who I am? I said no. <laughs> I'm Chief Best. <laughs> Let me see your ID. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so he takes our ID, tells it. To get the car out of the parking lot, and we got all kinds of huge fines for that. I, I Did he find I, you? Oh, yeah. I was, like, going through a double line, went through a stop sign, parked illegally. <laughs> and this is all within the campus. All within one drive. Oh, my gosh. You know? Oh. Well, but, look at that. I'm oh getting a phone call. <laughs> Wait a second. You know what? Let's see who this is. Oh, Wait. my gosh. Hey, hey, Ethan, you're on, you're on my podcast right now because I am in a podcast. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Ethan, yes. how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. You're on the K and J show. How do you feel? Wow. <laughs> Listen, um, thanks for calling, but I really should get back to the podcast. Oh, am I allowed to have pizza? <laughs> Are you allowed to have pizza? At Braden's house. You called me instead of your mother, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you you can have some pizza. I can have it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, am I still on the K and J show? What? Yeah, you're still on the K&J show. Yeah. We're, we're, we're doing yeah. the K&J show. What, what kind of pizza Thank are you going to have? Thank you for watching this uh, great podcast, and uh, uh, bye. Kevin, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, how do you watch a podcast? All right, so first thing i got to do is turn off the ringer. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the phone. Well, I have a story that's not quite as funny, but okay. it did happen. Okay. So I was in the dorm in my girlfriend's dorm room, and my friend Doug is with me and, you know, a couple other people, and. And we're just going to hang in, and um, and I'm not a beer drinker, but we're going to get beer. Yeah. So Doug decides, you know, hey, can I take your car? I'll go get some beer. I said, yeah, sure. You were 21 at the time. I was 21 at the time. This was senior. Uh, this was was a senior. Year. This was senior year. Okay. This right. was senior year. So so Doug goes, and and I'm in the room, and all of a sudden I hear, you know, just <laughs> you know, knocking hard on the door. So I open the door, and there's Doug, white as a ghost, in front of me. I said, Doug, are you okay? And he went. You're not going to believe it. I said, everything okay? He said, you're not going to believe it. I mean, he's stuttering. He's stuttering. Yeah. And I said, Doug, are you okay? He said, yes. I said, okay, what's wrong? He said, your car, it rolled over a cliff. <laughs> I said, what? He said, your car, it rolled over a cliff. So we walk out and I, I, I walk into the parking lot 
and I see this group of people surrounding the the woods that is a cliff. Well, what had happened is Doug was walking up, and he and he, as he's walking up, he's getting towards the door, and some guy comes out and he said, "Brother, your car—it's rolling out of the parking lot." My car was a, a standard. Yeah. And Doug did not put it. He left it in neutral. Wow. So as he left, oh the car gosh. started rolling, and there was a brand new Audi. And the wheel turned, locked. It turned, went, missed the Audi by inches, went up and over. So I come up, and and I'm looking down, and all you can see is this little gleam way down there of oh the car. Oh, my gosh. Now, this is the car, a car that my parents had lent me. It's a Chevette, a little car. Yeah. Uh, blue Chevette. So now we have to get a tow truck. The tow truck comes, and it's pulling it out, and all it had was scratches on it. Doug looks at me, and he said, well, I did get the beer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I got into a, a major car crash coming back from uh, college. I was going home. Uh, I was at college a little um, later. I was coming back. I think it was probably studying or something like that. And... Uh, <clears throat> I was um, on Route 24, you're driving down, and there was a construction site going on. So I started um, slowing down, just happened to look up uh, in the rearview mirror at the last second to see this guy flying who did not see that everybody was slowing down, yeah. slammed right into me. Uh, and my car just died. I, I didn't have a seatbelt on either, you know? So I, I slid down my seat cause I was in the middle lane and I was afraid I was going to get hit cause it started drifting into the other yeah. lane. Uh, and thankfully no one was coming up cause they would have hit me in the yeah. side and I smashed into the guardrail and this guy just plows through me and went into the next car. It was in front of me. Uh, it was horrible. Closed down 24. They took out, this was on 24. This was on 24 near Harrison. Yeah. So, uh, uh, we took You're lucky a, you didn't get killed, Ken. Oh, my gosh. They shut down the whole highway uh, that side and then took another lane with the emergency vehicles and stuff like that. So, I mean, I um, I was okay. Uh, the, well. The people, yeah. <laughs> well, it turned out later I had some severe whiplash the next I'm day. I'm sure. Uh, but the, the people that ran into me, the, they were not good. Um, but I ended up. Did they make it? Uh, I don't know. The, the oh. lady had. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, it wasn't good. Yeah. The guy. The guy was okay. He was walking around. It was an older couple. I felt so bad because the guy had just uh, literally. They were on their anniversary. He had literally just turned, looked down to turn the radio, and and didn't see. Boy, that this took a really dark turn. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I, my I story know. was kind of funny. I know. Well, it it was funny because uh, you know, they they uh, I'm standing there, literally seeing this whole thing happen, a, a television show that used to be on in the '80s called Chips. There would always be these huge crashes, yeah. everybody walking out and stuff like that. And then there'd be a doctor that was in the run us up. And there was actually a doctor in the in the in the backup and a tuxedo comes running up to help out, you know? It was it was funny in in that sort of way, you know, like you, you see all this stuff happening. Oh, that's good news. Uh, but then there was a bizarre thing where this guy came off the highway, uh up the off ramp, just happened to see he walks down the off ramp. And he just starts talking to me, and I'm because I'm standing on the side of the highway. And he goes, "Oh, is that one one of those cars yours?" And I said, "Yeah, that guy, that car over there." Whoa! Oh boy! Oh boy! 
You want to sell it? And then the state, the statey comes over and says, hey, "Were you involved in the crash?" No. He goes, "Get out of here." Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> and but good. the funniest thing was they actually asked me if I wanted to go to the hospital. I said no. You should have. Yeah, and then I mean, you always should in a case like that, just because you don't know the damage yes, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But then he said, "Do you need a ride somewhere?" And I'm like, as they're as they're yeah. putting my car on yeah. the tow truck, oh, that, you want me to hitchhike? That destroyed, and in the uh, he uh, he literally dropped me off at a payphone. Really? <laughs> I thought we were going back to the station or something, you know. Um, but that was another bizarre thing. And I I literally the phone wasn't working. I had to walk down the road to to find another Some one. Some people are probably saying, "Wait, a payphone? What what is a payphone?" Yeah, a payphone actually. Uh, well, uh, I'm gonna but, I'm gonna brighten this up a little yeah. bit. Because you just have really brought me down. <laughs> um, so I, my last year in college, I lived off campus. Yeah. And I lived with Steve and Dave. Again, Dave was in the band. Yeah. Um, and Steve just is and and was a great, great guy. Uh, so we had a house on the lake. Yeah. And it had cathedral ceilings with a huge stone fireplace. Wow. Um, we each had our own room. Yeah. Steve had the bottom room that had a slider. We had a slider that walked out onto a deck overlooking the lake. Wow. It was $300 total, $100 each. Wow. So one day, we had band practice. And Dave, Dave is bugging me. He's going, we got to go. I said, no, Dave, I want to keep working. Because we we'd practice all the time. Somehow, I convinced the college to give me a practice room. Wow. All, for three years, I had my own practice room in the college with for the band. Wow. Um, so we So finally, I said, okay, let's go. So we're driving back. And there's a million cars. And, and we lived up a, a, along the lake, but up a dirt road, um, you had to go up a hill. And there was only one other house, house on, the, on the road. It was, it was just us and woods. Yeah. So I'm seeing all these cars. Now I'm angry at Steve. I'm saying, did he, did he throw a party and not tell us? <laughs> I said, you know, come on. You know, um, because Steve was a great party planner. Yeah. So I get out of the car and I walk in the house. And everyone yells, happy birthday. I forgot it was my birthday. They oh, had a wow. surprise birthday for me. What, what a great guy. Yeah, wow. they had a, a surprise. And Dave is trying to get me there, and I'm fighting with him because I was mad at him because I'm like, we have to keep practicing. we got to work <laughs> on this song, um, which we never got right. So it was just, and it was a great night. It was so much fun. We, yeah. uh, Everyone was there. And um, it was just, it, I think my college experience was just uh, a real growing and formation type experience yeah uh, we go to mass down at um uh the security building yeah that's where mass would be um but you know i mean i was a crazy college kid yeah i, I was crazy college kid like like a lot of people uh uh but uh, hopefully a, a kind college kid i would hope um yeah. but but you know i enjoyed myself so now as you see your kids uh going to college too i have daughter going to college now uh, what can she expect going to college? Don't let her go. <laughs> it's a lot different. Okay, so when I started college, this is not an exaggeration. You could have a full keg in the hall. Yeah. At yeah. college. Yeah. When I was now, the drinking age was eighteen. Yeah. Which was different. Um, it's a different environment in in a, in a very good way. Yeah. Um, you know, think of me, a seventeen-year-old kid walking into that environment, an immature seventeen-year-old kid, but. Uh, you know, I'm certainly the, I'm think there's drinking at school. I'm, yeah. I'm not naive to think there isn't. Yeah. Uh, I know there is, but it's not it's not it's as not prevalent. Yeah. yeah, you have to find it more. Yeah, it isn't. It doesn't find you. You have to find it. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot more to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in terms of of it's not 
they have a lot of clubs and things like I, I actually belong to the Black Student Union. Yeah. At my college. Um, but but there weren't a lot of different clubs. There was intramurals and we did all of that stuff. Yeah. But there's a lot more things to do. You can get involved in a lot more things. And I think that the classes are designed more to get you involved in certain things that your major is going to be in. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that the. I don't think the friendships are quite the same just because the experiences are a little bit different. Yeah. I think there's so much to do that it's hard. We became brothers. Yeah. My yeah. friends, I consider them brothers. Yeah. You know, like I do with Rick. Yeah. I mean, I consider them brothers. I, I don't think that's the same experience, but I do think overall college is better. Yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's I think it's a healthier experience. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not like it was. I, I was in college in the early eighties. Yeah. You know, just coming out of the 70s. Yeah. So it was much different. You were 80s, right? Mid, late 80s? Mid 80s, mid to late. Yeah. Um, so and I'm sure you you know the same thing that I'm saying. Yeah, no, uh, I I mean, as I was saying too, like, uh, you know, especially with um, the guys that I played with, um, you know, you developed a very special friendship. And we, and we had a we had a smaller college experience as well. You know, it's not yeah. one of these universities that have 50,000 kids at. Um, so... Yeah, I still like I'm I'm still friends with uh, you know a lot of people, yeah. a lot of guys uh, that uh, you know played with and stuff. And one of one of them mentioned you know uh, listens to the show Who, in me? Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, say hello to Kevin. Hey, Kevin, how uh, are you? Uh, you? You know what I said? The best advice I think I gave to my kids, and I don't give a lot of good advice, but this one I think was: define yourself. Don't let anyone else define you. Okay. Be who you want to be. Do what you want to do. Be true to yourself. Define yourself. Wow. That's what it comes down to. Define yourself. Yeah. And I like it. as long as you do that, you'll be okay. Yeah. Because the moment you try to please someone else or make someone else happy or or change who you are, which which listen, it's going to happen just because you you you're learning about yourself. You're not you're not who you're going to be. Then then you're going to go down a, a a bad path really in terms, I, I don't think you'll turn out who you are. And that being said, too, I said to Ethan and James the other day during one of our many walks, I just said, hey, listen, who you are today, who you are in 10 years, is not who you are when you're 40. And, it, and when you're 40, that's not who you are when you're 50. You're yeah. going to learn, you're going to change, you're going to understand what your mistakes were and what the things you did right were. And you're going, you're going to bring all of that experience into who you are as a person. What what can I expect uh, when my daughter goes away to college, Jay? Tattoos. <laughs> She's probably going to get some tattoos. Uh, no, uh, you're going to be, you know what, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. When Amelia went away, it was really hard. Yeah. Because I loved having Amelia at home. Sure. But I think that's the biggest thing. It's just that adjustment. Yeah. You, you're going to be afraid every day, Kevin. Yeah. You're afraid every day that they're not happy, something that the, that. Uh, People aren't being nice to them. Yeah. What are they experiencing? Stay away from you know certain people, yeah. like me. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, just no. But but that you're going to be scared. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had to have the realization the other day. Amelia going to this apartment, she may never come home again. Yeah. She yeah. graduates in May. She may never come home again. Yeah. Once she's moving in in uh, in. Well, I'm dating the show now, which I shouldn't do, but it would be August. Yeah. So I may never see. And that's sad. I love having Amelia at home. I love Amelia. Yeah. But ultimately, I just want her to be happy. Your key has to be, it can't be about you. Yeah. It has to be about her. You know, it can't be what makes you happy. She's not you. And that's the biggest realization I've come to in my life. James, Amelia, Ethan, uh, they're not me. I'd like them to be me. 
yeah. in the sense of who I am right now, not who I was, you know, and, and not that I was a bad kid or anything, but but they're not me. They're going to have different experiences. They're going to think things through differently. They're going to have different opinions, and that's okay. Yeah. Because it's better that they be them. And we, we were just speaking about this, my kids. It's better that they be who they are uh, and be true to themselves than be a clone of me. Because that's what makes them special in God's eyes, yeah. is that they are different and they are special. And I want them to be what, who they are, what makes them happy. And then I'm okay. Yeah. Then I've done my job. And we don't need any mini-me's. You know? It'd be pretty cool, though. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool to have a couple mini me Js around. Well, what's what's great about um, technology nowadays, too, is, is, is I'm not going to create a mini me. <laughs> all right, I don't know where you're going, but no. Uh, is you know you can there's more contact. That basically is what I'm saying. You know where where you can constantly. Uh, not that you want to be constantly contacting your kids at college, uh, but there is a uh, that uh, availability. Yeah, but do you, yeah. do you know what? I talked to James almost every day when he was in college. Yeah. I talked to my father and my mother every single day till they died. Wow. Every single day I talked to him. And as you can see, Ethan calls me about 15 <laughs> times a day. Looking for pizza. Looking for pizza. Is that really funny, though? <laughs> yeah. He calls me all the time. You know who's going to laugh about that is Kelsey. And Alexis, because they know that Ethan always calls me. <laughs> so they'll, they'll get a kick out of it. Hey, but Kevin. Yeah, uh, we're running out of time Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for we, uh, being here. We got to the college show. We did it. We got through it. Uh, you know, we got some great pearls of wisdom at the end of that show as well. And we got a special appearance by Ethan Fadden. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show. And uh, thank you for being with us today. And please uh, check out the next K&J broadcast. Thanks for joining us for the K&J Show. K&J is a production of the Grexley Podcast Network. To support our podcast and others like it, please visit patreon.com slash grexley.